Hello, folks. This is Barack Lurie at Lurie Law, the Lurie Law Podcast, with my great producer, Ari David. And Kenny G today, huh? <laughs> no, I tried to do something different today. A uh, different song from Wilco. <laughs> uh, all right. I only mention it because Wilco's like the coolest fan in the world and Kenny G isn't. Exactly right. <laughs> right? I agree. I totally agree. Not that there's anything wrong with Kenny G. It's just, you know. Oh, there's something wrong with Kenny G. There's a lot wrong with Kenny G. <laughs> and you can't sue me, Kenny G, because it's my opinion. <laughs> and there's also facts that back it up. Well, if we ever true. went to court. The truth is a defense. That hair, the soft jazz. The clarinet. That's right. You call that music? <laughs> right. All right. Today, uh, so many fun things to talk about, but one of the things that, and this is only prompted by the recent uh, decision, the recent acquittal in the Zimmerman case in Florida, uh, you know, it's kind of an understanding of the way the law works and why it is the way it is and what we expect out of the law. What is the, 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 the mission of law? Is it to make us feel good? Is yes. <laughs> if you watch MSNBC, yes. That's right. It's all about, you know, uh, for some people it is about uh, kind of like uh, just hashing out the feelings and whoever makes a more emotional plea, uh, then that's the winner, right? Uh, no, it's it's not that. In fact, the, the judicial system is supposed to be exactly the opposite. It's supposed to be unemotional. It's supposed to be emotion blind. It's supposed to be colorblind, of course. It's supposed to be blind as to poverty and wealth. Uh, what your political stance is, what your religious stance is, whether you're a man or a woman, uh, whether you're young or old, you get the idea. It's, uh, it's all those things. And it's very, very important. And how the system is developed is designed to make sure of exactly that, that we keep things as neutral as possible and that we do not allow pollution of ideas or emotions to sway us. He, uh, and, and specifically, the judge will tell you, do not get swayed by your emotions. You may not like the defendant. You may feel that the defendant, more likely than not, did do the crime in issue. But that is not what you are charged with today. You are charged to determine whether the defendant did the alleged crime beyond a reasonable doubt. Or if the defense does not apply beyond a reasonable doubt. And that is really what I want to focus on today. Um, it's fascinating how people just don't seem to get that. They either they don't want to get it or they just don't get it. Or maybe they've seen a lot of TV, a lot of movies where there's a lot of emotion and crying on, on the stand. And there's some of that too in law, but not as much as you may think. And uh, people just uh, plug away at this and say, all right, well, uh, whoever puts on a better show should win. Okay, so when they say that the prosecution in the Zimmerman case just didn't do a good job, um, well, <laughs> not so. It's not, it, their, their, their vision of doing a good job is one where they do a razzmatazz of the, of the show, and they, they somehow are able to appeal better to the emotions of this or that witness, uh, have more of a gotcha quality to uh, George Zimmerman, and uh, play maybe a song in the background while uh, pictures of... Um, Trayvon Martin are playing on the screen. It doesn't work like that, folks. What matters is evidence, evidence, and then evidence. And that evidence suggests that uh, uh, Trayvon Martin um, created the very situation uh, that, that led George Zimmerman to believe that he was fearing for his life. 
um, then uh, Trayvon, uh, the George Zimmerman is going to walk. He's going to have an acquittal. That's, that's what's going to happen. Um, people don't get that. And you can have a, uh, a crime, many crimes out there are more likely than not, the jury have figured out that, yeah, more likely than not, this guy did it. But I just, I, I have reasonable doubt behind me. And what would you think, uh, Ari, reasonable doubt? If you had to assign a percentage of it, zero to 100, what would it take to, to say to you, well, beyond this percentage, I consider to be a reasonable doubt. In other words, I'm 90% sure, 92%. Reasonable doubt means 1%. If there's 1% of doubt, there's doubt. Doubt. Right. Reasonable doubt means not unreasonable doubt. Unreasonable doubt would be based on phobia or uh, insanity or some other right. irrational bias. For instance, racism is a great example. Right. Racism, by definition, means an irrational hatred of these people who you know nothing about other than their color of their skin or their Agreed. orientation. Well, but I'm asking you for a number, and I think you've given me a number. And we courts are specifically they're very cautious about assigning a percentage to that. Yeah, I, I, the reason I mentioned one is because I'm picking the smallest sliver possible. Right. Doubt is doubt. It's right. it's it's like a switch. It's either on or off. Is there doubt or isn't there? Well, th there's reasonable doubt. That's that's the. Well, question. that's what I mean by reasonableness. Is the reasonable using doubt. your using logic, not emotion, like you right. said. If there's a little bit of reasonable doubt, there's doubt. Right. Well, I mean, for example, somebody could say that that voice that they heard on the tape in the Zimmerman case is, uh, well, I, I think that there's a possibility, therefore doubt, that it was some, uh, the voice of another little boy out there, or young man for that matter. And that's why I think it's reasonable doubt. No, of course, you would say that's not reasonable doubt. So that's why we use the word reasonable there. You know, for me, in my own head, Ari, I think that uh, if I were on a jury and I've never been on a jury before, um, I, I, it's not that I avoid them. It's just oh, that. we just busted you! <laughs> Never been on jury before. Now, now that uh, the the West Hills court is going to go, that's funny. We've been sending them all those notices. Delete, delete, delete this, this podcast. <laughs> no, um, look, ninety to me in my mind, reasonable doubt is ninety five percent. I think if you have a um, if you are ninety five percent or below in terms of your uh, certainty that person X, the defendant did whatever the crime he's accused of, then you should acquit him. You may still feel that he's more likely than not that he did it, but you have to feel it's beyond a reasonable doubt. And that, and therein lies the difference between civil cases and criminal cases. Okay. In a civil case, what is the standard, do you know? Is it a preponderance of the evidence right. versus reasonable doubt? Okay. And you, that's right. Exactly right. And, and using the same percentages, what is that for you? In a civil case. Uh, you know, it's... I, no, I, that, that's actually I, easier. Uh, that's easier than, than a beyond a reasonable doubt. I, I wouldn't know to what number to pick, but, you know... 50.1%. Oh, 50.1%. Okay. okay. Kind that's like all a, you need. Just a majority in the election. Just a majority in the election. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. Just like an election. You could win yeah. by one vote, so to speak. And that is enough to uh, win. You, you, you were basically saying, more likely than not, that Zimmerman did this in a wrongful way. And he would otherwise, but that's not the standard. The standard is beyond reasonable doubt, and that's the standard we Americans have chosen to apply in all criminal cases. And that's there's a big difference between fifty point one percent certainty, ninety nine point nine percent, or ninety five, or, or, or ninety five percent. Yeah, and that's a huge gap there. 
There's something called clear and convincing evidence also, which is a little different. It doesn't apply to, to today's. You can think of that as like 70 or 75% if you wanted to. Not quite beyond a reasonable doubt, but it's clear and convincing. It goes beyond the 50.1. But by and large, the, the choice is between preponderance of the evidence and beyond a reasonable doubt. And here, all criminal cases, beyond reasonable doubt. And by the way, on a, on a traffic ticket, the standard is? I don't know. I have... Beyond a reasonable doubt. It's a criminal offense. Oh, it's criminal. Okay. If you can impute reasonable doubt in your next traffic ticket, and it has to be reasonable doubt, uh, you will win. You'll get the case dismissed. And uh, I'm not trying to tell you how to do that. I'm just saying if, if reasonable doubt exists, you, the case must be dismissed. It is a criminal matter, even though it's a misdemeanor. Right. You're not going to go to jail. No, it's not a misdemeanor. It's an infraction. It's an infraction. Mr. Lawboy. Yeah. Well, I'm not a criminal lawyer, so what do I know? <laughs> You get the idea. So, so that's what's so interesting. Now, now there are many other ways. Uh, that, and Zimmerman is just a, one, one example. You have uh, the, the the Simpson case. There's so much nonsense that goes on. There's so much circus that happens. The the glove that uh, if it does not fit, you must acquit. And these are cute lines. Um, but the reality is, we are not sitting there, witness after witness, hour after hour, reviewing document after document. We are certainly not in the jury room as they're evaluating the cases either, um, arguing the matters. Um, and it's interesting to think what those who believe that the Zimmerman matter, or for that matter, the Simpson case, should have been decided the other way. What, what do they think <laughs> that the jury is thinking, right? Um, in the Zimmerman case, do they think that, oh, well, they must hate black people? Um, is that the reason why? Well, the, uh, we're what, talking. What, what do they think that, that the jury? We were thought? talking about critical theory earlier. Yeah. And I have this feeling about critical theory that not that you have a difference between true believers and just loyal foot soldiers with critical theory, with those who apply the Skittles argument to right. Trayvon being the murder victim. And let's just explain that the Skittles argument is that somehow that they try to literally sweeten the picture of Trayvon Martin that he was merely going to get Skittles. And because and, he was getting Skittles, he did nothing wrong that could possibly result in him being shot to death by a man defending his life from that's his right. assault he, he with a deadly a, weapon yeah. being his fists. It, it, it made him into a cherubic young man and uh, just minding his own business. No, no, not a young man. A child. A child, that's right. No, no, hold on. Okay. Fetus. A cherubic young man who uh, suddenly got attacked out of nowhere uh, for no uh, good cause whatsoever and, and had nothing. was doing nothing wrong himself. That's that's the Skittles argument, and uh, you know that that's a cute play, but really the prosecution had nothing in this case, and and this is what I want people to understand as well. It's and they that the law is a very logical process. It insists on logic, not feelings, logic, and you have to take the evidence as it comes. And you may not like the defendant. You he may remind you of somebody uh, that you hate. You, you, may, you may find him to be an a-hole, a jerk in every other way, but it doesn't mean you send him to jail on that particular crime. For example, Zimmerman may have been a, um, uh, a, a wife beater, for example. I don't know if he's married, but let's say he, he were married and, and it comes out that he had a couple of problems with uh, his ex-wife. First of all, it wouldn't come into evidence. Right? Unless you want to show, I mean, it might come to evidence if the prosecution can establish that that is a propensity, propensity to be, uh, to, to suddenly fly off the handle. But probably would be prejudicial. So you couldn't even bring that in as a general rule. It, you, you just can't 
do these things. You have to look at the circumstances just as they are. So that's true with O.J. Simpson. It's true with uh, uh, any other famous criminal case, whether it's all those women who, you know, uh, killed their babies um, uh, or killed their boyfriend or whatever it might be. You can only look at it from the evidence right there and then. Uh, you may hate her, um, but you have to see what's what. Who was that woman uh, that got off the, the, the hook? Um, Casey Anthony. Casey the, Anthony, yeah. right. And, and she, in my opinion, um, she more likely than not killed that, that baby, that child. I guess it was she was two years old. Um, but it was apparently not beyond reasonable doubt for a lot of these jurors. I don't, I don't like the results, but um, I'm, I'm thinking that they made a decision. Yeah, and then in the case of Kermit Gosnell... It was beyond a reasonable doubt, and thank oh, God for that I'm one. I'm glad you brought up a, that example. See, Ed. sometimes it works. Yeah. Gosnell was beyond a reasonable doubt that, that he'd committed those horrible crimes, and, and he had nothing else to say. He'd, he had to admit certain things, so that's that, that you know had it going for the prosecution there. But a prosecutor, his job is – I mean, do you know what the, the job of a prosecutor is? It's to seek the truth, isn't it? Not to, to, to seek justice. To seek justice. So right. even if he – and that, I think, is the big problem with the Zimmerman cases. It was obvious to the prosecutors there was no case here. It was like Rob Nifong, like we talked about in the last podcast, right. that they had an obligation to not do this. Right. That's exactly right. They, they had an obligation to not do it, and yet they pursued it for political reasons, just as the uh, Sanford uh, chief of police was forced to do. Yeah. Uh, I think he resigned no, he because was he was fired for not fired. doing it. Then they hired a police chief who did do it. Right. Who did arrest it? Is this leads to I think an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. that probably has to do with the subject, which you talked about emotion earlier. Yeah, isn't it funny that it's more likely that it'll be an emotional case full of outside political pressure if a prosecutor acts uh, not according to the seek justice dictate? Of course, because now it's a political case, not a case to seek truth from the very beginning. Right. Which has proved that the prosecutors are acting on political pressure, which they're right. not supposed to be. And thus the judge probably is. And the judge in the Zimmerman case clearly did it. Right. And you, you, um, you're, and, hitting, you're hitting a very good point. It, it is – I do think that when you exercise – well, I mean, it's, kind of, it's kind of like that, the famous expression, if you don't have the facts, you pound the table. Right? So in this case, in the Zimmerman matter, they uh, – nobody wanted to pursue this case except when the politics got involved. Detectives didn't want to pursue this. They weren't willing to testify. They didn't want to testify uh, because it was a, it was a crappy case, uh, plain and simple. And so as a result, the only thing that the prosecution had was exactly what it employed, which was emotions. And in the closing statement, you saw those emotions in full play. Skittles. It was about Skittles, but it was also, they also summoned the ghost of Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, like, what, what, what does that have to do with anything here? Neither of those men were thinking about Martin Luther King at the time of their of their uh, confrontation. Yeah. So uh, th- th- it's just silliness. Now here's the question, and I and I pose it to our audience at large. Um, okay, I said before this is the system we have, right? Beyond a reasonable doubt, you got to be logical. You got to take the evidence as it comes. Uh, you don't uh, you don't allow um, prejudicial information to come in. So that's the that's the system we have. Okay. Now, I'll give you a pass now, every, every listener here. Let's throw away that system, okay? What system would you rather have? Would you rather have a system like the one we have, 
or now is the opportunity. Go. Tell me <laughs> the system that you want. Go. And at the end of the day, you'd get exactly the same system that we presently have. If, because if you are the one who is suddenly being charged with a crime, that's exactly what you would want. Yeah, you don't want Caesar doing thumbs up or thumbs down and that's having right. the, the crowd mutilate you and tear you limb from limb. That, you know, or, that's a very good uh, that's Or a very being good burned at the stake or being drowned and if you float, you're innocent. That's right. We, or actually, no, if you float, you're guilty, so they have to kill you. you you're only innocent if you're drowned. Right. How about that one? That's right. Um, and, and if you... Um, you know, and just turn to a mob, and what would you what would you like to do, mob? You know, life or death. Right. Is that the system? Because because those systems exist yeah. out there. Crucifixion. The yeah, that's right. Know. That's right. So those systems exist. They're available to us if we want. Uh, perhaps you feel our system is a little crazy. Well, actually, our system is the culmination of tens of thousands of years of of uh, criminal justice and civil justice experimentation right. that the human race has gone through all these centuries. Well, and it's really this is the high point. It doesn't get any better than this. It doesn't this. get any better than this. Well, you're using logic again, which oh, uh, I'm, I'm very offended Skittles. by. <laughs> Just yell Skittles whenever that No, but, but going back to it, do you want the emotional play? Because you could have that. You could simply say, uh, have a, a group of 12 jurors, if you like juries, and say, all right, just tell us how you feel. Go, go with your emotions. Uh, what do you think happened? And if so, then, rule, you know, then, then vote that way, jury. And without any guidelines, no standards. It doesn't even have to be preponderance of the evidence. Uh, just go with what you feel. You feel it, you vote that way. And you don't have to explain yourself either. And um, that's the system that many people out there, uh, and uh, who, who the Skittles people, as you call them, uh, those who are not really following this at all, that's what they would want. Yeah. Well, same, same thing is true in the, in the Simpsons case. Same thing is true in the Duke Lacrosse case, the Gosnell case, uh, all those, uh, ca you know, the uh, Casey, Casey Anthony, Anthony case, yeah. uh, the woman who uh, stabbed her uh, boyfriend. Uh, the, these cases, you could apply all these emotional standards if well, you wanted. In a lot of ways, part of but, it, though, is But, but hold on, but oh, hold on. Sure. Is this the standard we want? That, and, and, and if so, I would love anyone to email us at Barack at Lurie-Law. B-A-R-A-K at Lurie, L-U-R-I-E dash L-A-W dot com and explain, please, why you feel it would be better to have a system where, which is very different, radically different than what the system we have. You tell me that system and, 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 and before you just do it, before you send me an email to that effect, explain to me why you think it's a reliable system. Because obviously, you want a system that doesn't hunt after you, right? Because, you know, be careful where you point the finger. You Yeah, because you don't want to wind up in Pelican Bay yeah. prison with the gang members, do you? Right. You want a system that's inherently reliable. You want yeah. a system where, the, where you know that the prisoners who are in the prison probably did their crime, right? Yeah. More than probably, beyond a reasonable doubt, did their crime. So you tell me what system you would like. And you can also phone us at 310-478-7788 and let me know. Um, it's an interesting uh, thing, and, and I, might, I put it to you, Ari, that I think that if people actually put their minds or pen to paper, as it were, to try to develop their own system about this, uh, they'd be very much like the, um, the adolescent, the 12-year-old, who thinks they know how the world should work, and, uh, and you actually give them a pen and paper and say, okay, young man, 
tell us. Yeah, but and they they un- yeah. end up with the system that we now. But have a in lot America. of people suffer a sort of confusion in this regard. They think that these kind of decisions, the juries within the uh, judicial branch of government, uh, conduct and jurisprudence right. and machination, is the same as electoral government, where mm-hmm. you just vote for the guy you want. Right. And the winner wins and the loser loses. And that's kind of it. Right. They don't understand that there's a reason this exists is because if Zimmerman was found guilty, this man is not only going to jail for a long time, he's probably going to jail not only for life, but he'll probably be killed in jail. Right. And if he's not killed in jail, he will have to be kept in solitary confinement, which will surely cause him to go insane in about a month for 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, the, the stakes are that high. And then the other thing, and this is another um, luxury of our society. So in a way, I think that we see this happen, and it's really a symptom sometimes of things that are good, not that are bad, which is people see shows like American Idol or America's Got Talent or The X Factor this, and they just think, I vote for who I like. And we're all going to agree that this singer is better than that, so we'll vote for him, and they'll win, and yay, I get to feel good. Right, and it's, well, like, it's like those websites that, uh, you know, vote for this guy, is he hot, this right. woman, is she, is she hot, and so on, and it's yep. all about, you know, what you feel at that moment. Right, and, or and, polling and, or whatever. Yeah, it's all about polling and voting, and, yeah. uh, but, but what they fail to recognize that is in, in our system, these jurors are, they're not just going with those, these votes, as you say, and I think it's a very good example, what you said about American Idol and such, um, what, what, they are given instructions. They're, they're called jury instructions, and they are read aloud to the jury and repeated to the jury, t- usually twice. And then if they want more, if they want to remind themselves of the instruction, the judge is very happy to repeat yeah. the instruction. Right. I'll have, say I, the, the yeah. instructions will be something like, you are not to consider any evidence outside yeah. of well, it. Well, I have Deborah Nelson's instructions to the jury right here. It's very simple. It says, <laughs> you will find George Zimmerman guilty no matter what. Now go and deliberate. And they screwed that up. Right, right. <laughs> Apparently they did. Uh, no, it's pretty funny. But, but the, the, the judge did, in fact, give a very limiting, uh, you know, the, the world uh, as according to what they need to consider. Uh, and it's, it's the stuff that you would want them to do. Yeah. You would feel very safe in that process. It's an unusual system that we have. It's a wonderful system that we have where the, the, the accused has all sorts of protections and safeguards there. By and large, if you are accused of a crime in America, by and large, the jury will get it right. Uh, you'll be somewhat safe. It's, it's not 100%. Obviously, nothing is 100%. But if the jury hears the evidence and the evidence is presented in the proper way and things are not prejudicially introduced... If you don't uh, get the right justice at the time of the underlying trial, you'll get the justice at the time of appeal. Yeah, very few people are incarcerated wrongly past appeal. I mean, That's right. you hear a lot of them, but it's it's because we have such a big country right. that there's been a high you're, number. You're going to have that, but the reality yeah. is those are few and far between. Very few, very few and far between. The, yeah. And by and large, if somebody says, I just got out of jail, it means they did the crime. Yeah. Right? I always I ask people a lot of times, when, when you... Go to, um, let's say you go to Peru, just for, I'm picking, not to pick on Peru, but let's just say, and uh, somebody says, I was in jail, okay? Your sense that he actually did the crime that he was accused, accused of is not really strong. Maybe he was a political prisoner. And maybe he's just in jail because the, uh, some guy, uh, you know, some rich guy wanted him out because he was competition for his business. Or maybe he did do a crime. You just don't know. It's probably 50-50, maybe even less. That he did that, but here in America, 
if somebody is accused of a crime and convicted of a crime, there's a good chance that he did the crime. In fact, a yeah. very high chance that he did that crime. So, um, and very few people will be in prison saying, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I'm wrongly accused. Very few people. And that's the system we want. So, listeners, if you feel that you have a better system than what we have, that should appeal more to emotions, more to storybook telling, um, I, I ask you this. Do you feel that that will give you greater confidence in our judicial system? Because what you're really saying is that if it's all about who masters and manipulates emotions the best, then what if the, uh, the master of the emotions has a bad day? What if he broke up with his girlfriend that day? Uh, what if he's just didn't eat his Wheaties that morning, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, is that what you want? Is this what it is? Is it just a, a show for you? Because that's, that's the only other option. I, I don't know of any other options. Either tell the facts as they are or put on a show of some kind. What do you think? Oh, I, I like the facts as we have it. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's our system. I mean, I think after 236 years, we've been proven to have a pretty good way of life here. Right. One of the reasons is that kind of uh, dispassionate legal system. Well, right. Not only that, the dispassionate legal system that you're talking about, not only is it, it, gives, it gives us the most accurate result. It's not perfect, but it'll, it's by far better than almost any other country there. Uh, but it also has an indirect result, which is that it gives us confidence in our day-to-day -day operations, right? Right. You, we you need I, something called the rule of law the rule in of the law. civil society. You and I go about the street and we see a cop car going down there. And we know that while he can hassle us a little bit, perhaps because he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, we know that if we're in danger, he's the guy we can, in most cases, 99% of the cases we can go to with confidence that he won't turn on us. That's right. And uh, we won't be manipulated. We won't be uh, incarcerated the wrong way. And if we are, for some reason, justice will prevail. We have that strong yeah. sense. It's, here, a, it's here, a very American yeah. thing. Here's a great example. You go to Mexico and you get a speeding ticket. To get out of it, you just pay the cop. Right. Now, that might seem really convenient at the moment, but do you really want to live in a system where, where everything is just for sale that easily? Right. And where someone else can come up to the cop and pay them more and, and he'll write the ticket for you or arrest you? That's it so true. a very dangerous world if it's you a, allow that kind of you know non-civil uh, society, non uh, law and order society to take place. You're so right. Um, I, uh, I love the law, and I love uh, the impact that it has and what it does for us. And that's, I think, how we'll wrap it up today. Um, it's uh, Think about the alternative universe that you would prefer. Uh, would it be a universe uh, which would be other than what is purely logical? Because if you do, be careful what you ask for, as they say. It just might come back on you. This is Barack Lurie, and this has been the Lurie Law Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week.